Hey guys, I'm super excited before you listen to the podcast to announce a new initiative on Twitter, uh, Gary VEE TV. Is that right, Jim? There it is. Gary VEE TV. Go follow it. Unlimited quality clips daily on Twitter. Uh, something I'm testing out that I think you guys are gonna love uh, and enjoy. If you uh, are looking for more content and more context and more information, go to Twitter uh, and check up and look up Gary VEE TV, my new account. Check me out, hope you enjoy it and hit me up on Twitter and let me know how you like it. Thanks guys. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Please welcome to Stay Home with Chris Fade and Friends. It's Gary V. My man, uh, thank you. I know you're busy. I know you're busy and I want to appreciate you uh, joining me here. So thank you so much. Happy to be here, brother. How have you been? Uh, I've been well. How are you? How's the family? How's everyone? I mean, you're, you're there. You're in New York, man. We're all good. We're all good. Thank God. Um, listen, you've done some amazing work. You know, you, you look... You look for people to step up in certain times. And I know there's a few initiatives that you really were pushing forward. Uh, the one was the All In Challenge, which some of the biggest celebrities around the world have been doing. And that really did stem from something that you were pushing, right? That's right. Um, Michael Rubin, the founder of fanatics.com, came up with the idea, dragged me in a couple days in, and uh, along with Alan Tish, and a great executive and entrepreneur. And we've... Uh, we put together something called the All In Challenge. Uh, the Fanatics marketing and tech team has done an incredible job. Vayner Media has put together a 50-person squad that's done an incredible job. And you know, here in less than you know less than two weeks, we've raised 20 million dollars by creating experiences that are auctioned and raffled off by the biggest celebrities in the world: the Drakes, the Justin Timberlakes, the Leonardo DiCaprios, the Gwyneth Paltrow's of the world, and. Um, the, the the biggest sports organizations. Um, it's been pretty incredible. Allinchallenge.com if you want to see it. Obviously, um, I think there could be a crazy and exciting initiative similar uh, in this incredible region that this show's on. And so people should look at it and replicate it. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, money can't buy experiences. Is that, uh, is that vintage New York Jets cap, right? Vintage Jets hat. Uh, super excited right now as we're filming this. It's the... Uh, third day of the NFL draft. So uh, the Jets have a lot to do today. So I'm very excited about that. And it's, uh, it's, definitely, uh, it's definitely a hectic weekend between the All-In Challenge and the NFL draft, along with the fact that Vayner Sports, a company I own with my brother, is in the mix here um, in a very significant way with uh, many players probably going off the draft board today. So it's going to be an exciting day. You are a Jets fan. They, they say that one day you will, you will own it. Um, that is the goal. That is that is the goal for you, correct? Like we, I've heard that a lot. That is a serious goal that you want to own the Jets one day. That is correct. That would is you, my serious goal. Would you do it? Would you do anything different? Like, let's say that you were the owner right now. Would you be doing anything different? You know, it's funny. Right now, you're catching me at a funny time. For the last eight years, I've been very upset with the general manager, who in theory runs the show and makes the selections and signs the contracts. Uh, about less than a year ago, we hired a new GM, Joe Douglas, who I'm infatuated with. Literally my favorite executive the Jets have ever had. So I'm extremely excited about him. He's doing an incredible job. I've loved his draft so far, and I'm really excited about where we're going. I love that you say we. Uh, that's that's yes, amazing. That's we. Love, the yeah, collective we, me and the fan base. Not the official we. That comes hopefully in the next 30 years. Have you have you watched the last dance yet? I know that you're a Knicks fan and you were refraining from watching it. Have you watched the Jordan documentary yet? Not a second. I just don't want to watch it. 
I genuinely don't. I, this doesn't mean that I'm unaware that he's the greatest basketball player of all time. There's just no enjoyment for me. There's no curiosity. I lived it. I'm sure there's clever behind the scenes conversations, but um, it's just not interesting to me for them to, you know, repackage and post-produce uh, a documentary that's going to make them all look like heroes, individuals that I genuinely don't like. Wow, I love it. I love the honesty. Now, the reason why I wanted you to, well, one of the reasons why I would have wished that you did watch it was I wanted to get your opinion on something. When it comes to an organization like the Jets, the Bulls, the Knicks, the players and the management, all right? And like any corporation, like the company that I work for, there's always got the management and you've got the employees. What we find in this documentary is the clash between the GMs of the, of the Bulls, for example, and their players. Is there one more important than the other? No, because there's so many variables that go into it, but you also have to remember, Scottie Pippen signed that deal. Yeah. I don't need to watch a documentary. I know he signed the contract. He did it because he wanted security. He, he didn't have good people around him or he in his own mind was worried about injuries, which I don't blame him. And I also want to remind people that are watching it, I don't remember what the deal was, but I think it was $18 million. You know, I used to really be into sports. Like, that was, that was like $100 million back then. Yeah. So, you know, people get upset after they sign deals. Don't sign the deal. Do you think he had bad management to sign that deal back then? Yeah, yes, I do. You have a deal. I have deals. Yeah. Don't sign the deal. Yeah. Everybody's using history. At the time when he signed the deal, you know, the market was the market. So Michael Jordan's contract's small. In hindsight, you know, Ariana Grande gets more to tour in a year. Wow. And people are looking at, listen, do I think, what was it, Krauss, right? Like, he's a clown. So, you know, you know like, so the, the way it's going to play out, it's easy to see on merit what was right. But it's very hard for me to cry for Scottie Pippen when he signed the deal. Didn't he sound like a seven or... Eight, it was yeah, right. It was an eight, yeah. It was it was an eight, I think an eight year deal. By the That's end of it, in in the last the last season, Luke Longley, an Australian basketball player, was getting paid more than Pippen was. He should have been. He signed a better deal. <laughs> so when you're going into a deal, what's the advice? Don't overvalue short term economics. Okay. Do we feel bad for the people that sold Facebook stock at fifty five because they thought it was too high? But to, to Scotty's credit on the flip side is, unlike buying Facebook stock, he could have gotten hurt. And so he wanted the security. I don't know how he's talking about it in the documentary, but I hope he acknowledges that this is what he valued at the time. Man, obviously no one could have predicted where we were going to be right now. Here I am at home doing my thing. Our country quarantined here in Dubai, New York City, no matter where it is, India. You couldn't predict something like this could happen. I heard you talking about just sort of adapting to certain things. How, how important is to adapt into a situation like this, but also no one predicted this. How do you adapt to a situation that you had no idea was coming? By recognizing you have no idea what's coming every single second of your life. This is obviously a global didn't see it was coming, but some people didn't see a bus hitting them when they were crossing the street on a regular Tuesday in the summer. You know how many people's lives were saved because of this? You know, rest in peace, my, my great friend Nipsey Hussle. You know, he was assassinated a year ago during the time of COVID. Had COVID happened last year, he would have been at home and he might have lived to 92 years old. How would I handle it? I would handle it by recognizing you're not in control of many things, almost everything. You're basically in control of your ability to 
work on your mental status on how you see the world. That's on you, along with your chemicals. And some people start off negative, some start off positive. So, you know, one's ability to train themselves to look at practical optimism is something that I think is an important conversation for society. But for me, it's very easy. Like, I expect COVID. I, I mean, I do. Not COVID, but like, if you're a historian, world wars happen, pandemics happen, economic meltdowns happen. This is consistent. I expect for world leaders to be assassinated. I expect for, you know, your loved ones to die of cancer. I expect a lot of things. This thought that no one could see it happen. We've had pandemics in the history of man forever. Yeah. Maybe they're, maybe they're 80 years apart, but like to, to, to be stunned that it could happen is naivete at the highest level. The New York Times put out an article a while ago that said, and this was a quote from a rapper, every rapper needs Gary. Yeah, I mean, that's, that, that was very flattering. That was a fun article and, and super cool, for, especially for 18-year-old me. Yeah, look, I, I love hip-hop music. I, I associate with it, much like I associate with sports. It's very competitive. There's a lot of bravado in it. Um, there's a lot of strategy to it. Um, and I really, really love talking to young people in general. And then obviously young rappers and young athletes are even more fun for me than the general public. Though, you know, as you've been seeing, I've been doing tea with Gary Vee. I love doing it for Ricky in Iowa and Stan in Saudi Arabia. So like, I think the punchline is, you know, I'm very, very, very comfortable and very in tune with youth culture and, um, and music and sport and entrepreneurship plays out. And I think that's why, you know, I've been around quote unquote for a long time. I think the reason I've ascended um, to more notoriety and awareness over the last half decade has a lot to do with social media scale and youth culture, two things that I think I'm very comfortable with. Man, I think you're very comfortable with communication. I think it's so important. I, I watch, I don't follow American politics. I'm an Australian Lebanese guy, but I've been following it now because of a guy called your governor Cuomo, right? Yes. And, and every single night I, I sit here in Dubai and I watch him do his speech to the city. And the way that this man communicates yeah. is I think so important. Especially during a time, Cuomo's at his best at a time like this because he's like your father. Yeah. And, people, and people look for that. And so I think he, he was the right man at the right time. And I think that's right. That makes a lot of sense to me. Do you think he'll run for to, to be the president? He keeps saying, oh, no, I'm, I'm the governor. But do you think later in his head now he's thinking about this? Yeah, I do. I think so. Yeah, he's the oldest son of a father who wanted to run for president and did run for president. Um, I think he will. I think he will. Is there more room for more social media platforms? I've been on your show before TikTok became TikTok. So, and said the answer was yes. And and there'll be more. Gary told me about a year ago, get on TikTok. I want three TikTok videos every day. I got my first ever 1 million viewed video on TikTok, man. It was an eight second video with no editing and all I did was put sunglasses on. It did a mil. That's how it is. It's absolutely crazy. Our boss, Sir Richard Branson, has had to throw in uh, Virgin Australia. It's an airline company, all right? In his times, and I, and, I, and I like to think, I like to put my feet into other people's shoes, right? Just to feel how they would do. Here is Branson, a guy that everybody respects. He's got a bunch of companies. He's got a hotel. He's just launched his cruise ships. Everything is revolving around people and travel. 
and human interaction. What would you do if you were in his shoes right now? What would you do? Do you have an answer? I would produce content on the internet every single day and use my star power to build up leverage to create opportunities post COVID in case I needed them. Because some stuff is practical and some stuff is not. And so the answer where I went is creating new leverage post pandemic world because it's going to be a little while before things get back to normal for airlines and conferences and all sorts of things. It's what I'm doing, right? Like I've, you know, in my own little world, you know, I've lost significant revenue in public speaking, which drives a lot of my engine. It's really my fuel. It allows me to invest in my other companies. So, you know, I, uh, I'm, I'm eating my own dog food. I know that feeling. It's same with me. I do a lot of events. I go outside. I do the hosting. That's that's the bread and butter right there. You, have you found that you've connected with with the you know the family more? Or is there is there things that you yes. haven't done? Is, yeah, it's it's been awesome. Did you need this handbrake to come up? Like I'm a real fluid reactor. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean, my friend. I I'm. I'm up for whatever. And you do it so well, bro. Listen, um, again, thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. Has everybody commented on those curtains behind you? Because I feel like I'm in my... And it become iconic. Yeah, I, well, I feel like it, it, it takes me back to my childhood for some reason. I don't yeah. know why. It's, it's, it's a huge win. Like, I literally may sell these curtains post this thing. Like, and that's what's fun, right? You do something. You set up somewhere to do your videos. Your mom's curtains are in the background. And, you, and they become the thing. And now, like, I literally, literally have to, I think I'm going to definitely make a t-shirt with the pattern on it, and everyone's going to know exactly what it is. So, anyway, I got to run. I love you, pal. Bye, Bye. Mike. Thank you. Well, once again, thank you to the legend, Gary V. I sometimes get advice from Gary, like, on the side regarding my own personal business. I've got a snack company, right, called Fate Fit. And um, what I've learned in my career being on radio is go and find the people who have done what you want to do and try to get their knowledge because what ends up happening, rather than you doing something for the first time and learning all those mistakes, sometimes you can go to someone that's already done it and they can tell you what to look out for. And him right there, Gary V, is someone that's already done it in so many ways. Appreciate your time, Mr. V. Listen, guys, it's been amazing. Once again, thank you to the likes of Amir Khan. Thank you to the likes of the, the one and only Gary V, Lindsay Lohan. There's more guests to come. All right, and I'm going to keep doing it. So make sure you subscribe. Stay home with me, Chris Fadum, friends. Stay safe, stay home. Keep practicing that social distancing, and I'll see you soon. As we end today's podcast, I want to give a huge shout out to the people. You know, it's so funny. People that leave reviews and written reviews of this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all the other platforms just mean the world to me. You've taken an extra 13 to 95 seconds to show love and also give context to people of why this is a worthwhile podcast. So I appreciate that so much. And even more fun, because uh, I think we all love a little cosign or a shout out or a little awareness. Uh, I'm gonna have the team give a couple of shout outs uh, daily on uh, our favorite reviews. So take it away, which were our favorites this week? Thanks, Gary. Today's highlighted review is Needed This Insight by Pumpernickel71800. Needed this as a perspective change. Tom has such insight into how he wants to use his voice to help others, and Gary talks about not judging yourself while getting there. Thanks, Pumpernickel. Keep those reviews coming. We could highlight yours next.